If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys obviously a massive part of as well i do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can that'd be amazing with a comment as well and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond enjoy this new episode it's a banger if i do say so myself i would say that though but genuinely enjoy Hello there, you lot, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. Oh my God. Channeling my inner Jack. We Blackman. didn't agree on this. We didn't agree that's how we're starting the show. I told you, I told Ian nothing about how that was going to kick off there, but I think, I think I hit notes relatively well. I think Simon mm. Cowell would definitely be like, I'm not going to buzz just yet. I'll see what else you got in your locker. You brought Simon Cowell's name into this. I know. You've he's actually, he's gone off TV, mate. Gone. Screeched at the top of your lungs. Yeah, we've already in in the space of thirty seconds, we've probably just dropped thirty subscribers. So, have I just have I just I, capitulated I, the entire show? Have I just <laughs> nuked nuked the show? <laughs> hey, we're back. We're, we're back. back, bro. Oh man, it's been a long time away. I think I think um, for you guys, oh, thank you so much for bearing with us. The last few weeks have been absolutely insane for the mm. for, for Ian and myself. Um, bro, where have you been? What are you doing? Where are you right now? Actually, because you're actually you're not even in the country right now. You're just living the dream somewhere. Man's in the city of love right now. I am out in Paris. I know that's not how you say Paris. it, but, but I am in Paris and uh, I'm working on a Rainbow Six Siege tournament, which has been epic. It's been awesome. And um, yeah, it's just been annoying because we've been trying to make this work. We've, mm-hmm. been, we've both been doing all sorts of bits and pieces and, you know, we want to do this because we love doing it and we don't like to keep people waiting because we're all about consistency and we want to keep having these chats because yep. ultimately it's our therapy as well. Let's not forget that. <laughs> And, um, it is. It is. It, is I mean, it should just be called the new. We should rename it Game Therapy. We should call it Game Therapy. We should. But it's beautiful out here. Um, I'm enjoying it, and lots going on. I mean, this city is amazing. I just found out that you do work with Disneyland and all sorts of stuff, which Mate. blew my mind earlier Mate. because I just went to Disneyland. And I did think, you like it? Listen, right? Disneyland is amazing. Okay. And there are several things about it. Like, tell me, the rides are awesome. The yeah. magical feeling as you walk through all these amazing scenes and like the, the music that plays as you go along and all these happy families just running and jogging along and skipping away was it your first time ever going to a disney park i've been to disneyland once before when i was younger but it was like well i was a lot younger so i don't remember much about it in, in the paris one in paris yeah oh mate you've and, got... oh, 
If you, you are the US, over 18, game changer. Oh, I will make Disney World, I'm going. But if you're over 18 and you are listening to this, there is a way to make Disneyland even better than it already is, right? And that is by getting lit while you're up there. <laughs> and, what, and what I mean by that I is I knew that, you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, 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 like, all the drinks out there are like 700 quid for a bottle of Coke or whatever. And like 2,500 for some popcorn. But I went and, and I found some frozen mojitos for eight oh. euros a pop. And that became my water for the day. <laughs> and all I can say is, listen, no, drink responsibly, guys. But I, was, I had a bit of a buzz going. And I was literally buzz, I was buzz like sweet, sweet Cuban nectar. <laughs> exactly. And it was, it was ace. So like, I would say that that added a little bit of extra va-va-voom to the experience. But yeah, I love Disneyland, man. Oh, it's awesome. I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, I'm so jealous right now. Because for you guys, yeah, listening, I, I worked at Disney World in Florida back in, you know, 2004, long time ago. Um, but it was- so um, Before you were born, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you weren't even alive in 2004. I was 55 back then. So I'm turning 80 soon. No, no, I, I was, no, it, was, you know, it was It was an amazing experience. Like one of the best. I still want to write a book one day, but I don't know, because I still kind of work for them a little bit here and there. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to get away with in terms of like being- fired or silenced by the big wigs at the top of the company so i think i have to wait for a little bit till i do that but it's um it's great to see i mean you you went to walt studios as well right both you did both parks yeah both parks in one day and like all, all the different rides like this ratatouille ride in 3d was really cool and mm -hmm. the um the tower of doom i can't remember what it's like an elevator that like flies you up and about and it's just really cool but did then you, did, there's a spin there's just like a spinning i want to i want to think it's called crush's coaster a finding oh, Nemo roller coaster it's a roller coaster but you're in spinning shells on a roller coaster it's mental don't say this to me. It's the one ride I didn't manage to get Oh, on. it's the best one. It was like an 80 minute queue. And I was like, I'm not queuing for 80 minutes. Like I'm not queuing for a film. Like that's, that's literally like going to watch a full film and then coming out. I love again that you've compared this. You've, you've timed it again against like watching, I don't know, The Crow. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> but then, right, speak just back to the world of video games, right? I went to the Louvre yesterday. Ooh, lovely. To go and see uh, all the different pieces piece of art and all that. And then the Mona Lisa. And, um, when you get there, right? Just, just when I thought I, I couldn't love and appreciate Nintendo any more than I do, they had an in, entire section mm. where you could rent a Nintendo 3DS XL that you carry around the Louvre with you, which has a map, loads of interactive stuff, and tells you loads of stuff about what's going on. Sick on a 3DS XL, man. It's mad, isn't it? It's so it's good. Mad. Like the thing is, it was like a dream world for me because I'm walking around and everywhere I look, everyone's playing a Nintendo 3DS, and I was like, this is what life should be everywhere I go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bit of a time walk so I'm thinking why is everyone remember their 3DS on this one day oh you can rent them but yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's an amazing because the thing is the Louvre is such a massive museum huge well. I got lost huge. like 10 times it's like but it is kind of cool because you kind of live like you're living the Da Vinci Code in real life it's kind of sick exactly and you're always going to kneel before the inverted pyramid going there she is that's where yeah. she, the lady rests I don't know about you, but I, whenever I go a place like this, right, I imagine, I, I, put, I talk myself through this entire scenario in my mind where I went and hid in the toilets, right? I hid Sorry, you, oh, you did this for real? This is like no, a, no, no, this was, this was as I was walking around, I was playing this scenario out in my brain. Okay. I locked myself in the toilets. Yeah. Everything closes, right? Mm. The janitor goes around, checks all the, doesn't see me, I'm locked in the toilet. Yeah. Because just, 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 just to clarify, because the Louvre being home to a priceless painting at the Mona Lisa, amongst many other yeah. works of art, where the janitor leaves, the whole place is empty. No That's one's it. there. It's completely, there. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, carry on. Yep. There's no one there, right? <laughs> and then in my mind, I pictured myself like coming out of said toilet and trying to work my way through these rooms where I imagine there's like 16,000 layers of beams, just like that you've got to crawl through. Yeah. And maybe there's like armed guards, but they've got it, you know, every so often they have a nap. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're eating a donut and they're not looking. 
And yeah. I've got to crawl through. And then I get my hands on the Mona Lisa. <laughs> and I put it in my bag. <laughs> and I go hang it in my living room. And I had that, uh, that went through my mind. I didn't leave it out because, uh, you know, I didn't want to Did, really, really. Didn't you it. just describe ultimately the premise of the Mr. Bean movie? <laughs> But it was Whistler's mother. But it's the same thing. Whistler's mother. Yeah. Whistler's mother. Whistler's mother. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it was oh, great. Man, that's, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it is an amazing place. They're actually, I don't know if you found the actual really expensive bathrooms there. Did you find the, did you find the ones you've got to really pay a lot of money for? In the yeah. Louvre, they've got, they've got that regular, they've got regular toilets. But they've also got these kind of like next level kind of like souped up toilets. It's a proper like really nice fragranced, like cool hip lighting. You have wow. to pay like five euros to go for a wee. For what? But it's pretty sick. Like so that's why it. it's called the Louvre. Yeah, the Louvre. That's exactly right. Yeah. Ah, wow. It used to be a massive. Do you see? It used to be a massive palace. Louis, yeah, the did. Louise used to reign there before they moved that to Versailles. And yeah, 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 that French history. I don't know any of this stuff. I, well, I can, this, I can, is, uh, this is not a French history podcast, but okay. I'll be starting Adam's Guide to France very soon. Uh, we'll do that. Well, that could be our next podcast. Yeah, that's the Adam's Guide to France. So we got game therapy. And Adam's Guide to France, <laughs> Coming which sounds like a crap wine like podcast. Um, dude, lots has been happening ever since you've been away, though. Um, obviously, a we've all missed you. Yeah. Um, I miss you too. And you've been uh, busy, by the way. We, yeah, FNCS. Yeah. You've been doing all sorts of stuff. It's been a bit bad. Yeah, it's, I mean that, that's one of the reasons actually we've been so kind of behind on, on catching up on the podcast is, is simply because just just trying to squeeze time in to record something for, for everybody because I think it's. Yeah, we, we love to catch up anyway. We've been catching up on the WhatsApps and whatnot, but to actually sit down yeah. and record for an hour or so, it, it, just finding that time is pretty is pretty tricky. But we found it now. That's the main, let's so utilize it. Um, obviously, big week. Uh, we talked about the Nintendo Switch OLED, lastly, the OLED. Uh, I got one, as mm. did you, right? Yes, and I obviously brought it with me here, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, you did. And I have been living my best life out here. Right. Because anytime I have, so like, I'm, I was already playing certain games like um, Mario Golf. I've been playing a lot. I've been really enjoying the remake of Skyward Sword, uh, Legend of Zelda and Mario Kart. I've revisited because all of these games look completely different. If you, if you play a Nintendo switch and you probably, and you're sitting there thinking, you know what, is it worth the investment? Because it's not the Nintendo switch Two. It's not, you know, a 4k machine. It's just an OLED screen. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Sav can tell you about it because I know he's got one as well. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you now, the colors make the games look completely different. I would say that it makes it look like a next generation console as you're playing it. Mm-hmm. And the screen, the, the, the no, there's no bezel on the screen now. It's wider. It, the, everything feels a little bit more premium. If you can afford it, like I managed to trade uh, my Switch in in a couple of games. I, I sold it, well, I say trade, I sold it on eBay. Mm-hmm. 200, 200 quid. Good. And I, think, and I think I paid like 300 and something for my upgrade. So ultimately I spent like 100 quid. Yeah, because if you're if you're using if you're downloading games digitally anyway, or you got them in the locker, I mean, just the system. Because I think it's three hundred and ten quid retails yeah, for. So that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred pounds upgraded. It's fine. What do you think of it? Because I know you've had your hands on it as well. Yeah, yeah. So we um, are we going to talk about how you how we cop this this bad boy? Or well, what? I may have been very lucky that it fell into my lap. Somehow. Guys, if you don't have a bag nearby, like grab a bag or a bucket because this is going to make you puke. <laughs> Uh, with jealousy, like, it's going to make you throw. It's going to make you throw up with jealousy. No, it, like I just got lucky that that Nintendo is it, are awesome, and, and we've done some stuff before, and they're cool, and, okay. and and they said have a go, and have here's go. one to just have a to borrow forever. forever. So I was like, okay. So, um, but yeah, they they were really sweet. Genetic, they they said I got sent a, an LED, and um, 
an OLED. I keep calling it an OLED, an OLED. Same thing. Same thing, same thing. Um, with a copy of Super Mario, uh, sorry, Mario Party Superstars. So it came with like kind of, I don't know if you've played it, so Mario Party. Great family game because you've got kids as well. This, so. mate, this is it, okay? The first game properly that Rafferty has ever played is officially Mario Party Superstars. That's that's my, gonna my, live my with him forever now. That's that. it. It's and he calls it he calls it Daddy's videos, which in public is a little bit weird. Like I'm showing my kids something kind of like some kind of weird illicit German film, but I'm not Daddy's videos. That is what video games are in our household. Okay, <laughs> Daddy's videos. Daddy, hey, let's watch Daddy's videos. But I think the uh, yeah, the, the, so the, the, we got Super Mario. Um, Jesus, Mario Party Superstars. There it and, is. And and Jesus, the, Jesus. <laughs> but the thing about it. Is I, I didn't really know what to expect because I've, I've dabbled before and played a few of the, the Mario Party games, but I wasn't kind of like, you know, I wasn't playing all the way back in the N64 era, really. Mm. Um, didn't have any friends. Uh, but at the same <laughs> time, I'm now playing it now with my kids, pretty awesome. But it's kind of like, it's a throwback game. So it's kind of like, a, you're kind of playing games of old, that old, the, the original kind of like, um, you know, party mini games, if you will, but just yep. souped up in, in you know, next gen kind of Nintendo Switch OLED graphics kind of thing. So it, it was, I mean, it, it was fun. It was great. It did, it did, it did the business. Um, for me, I, I really, I found that as well, like you mentioned like the screen size, obviously straight away off the bat, you kind of go, wow, this is definitely bigger. Yeah. I found that the, the control that came with it as well, mine was kind of like the white, and it felt kind of like, kind of like a bit of a textured controller Yeah, to it. it's got a nice feel to it, Yeah, it's it? real nice. Like where the, whereas like the original, like I've got the blue and red original kind of like um, Joy-Cons for my other Switch. And it's like a lot smoother. Um, mm-hmm. This one was actually kind of like, I, I liked that it felt more expensive. Yeah, it does. It's, it yeah. does have a premium feel to it. Like when you open it, it's almost reminiscent of opening like an Apple product because you know that's mm. how you, that's when you know it's got that next level feel to it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. If you are thinking, of, if you are thinking of getting one of these, right, the docks, and I've done my research. The old dock works on the new Switch. So if you have, I have mm-hmm. a spare dock that I take around with me. Um, Love that. That's just always be prepared. Always be. I, I, listen, I've got my dock hooked up to my TV, right? So then obviously I need a backup dock for when I travel. So I just want to hook it into a TV or whatever like that. So I've got my spare dock, still works. If you've got a case for your Nintendo Switch, the official Nintendo Switch case still fits the new Switch. So Ooh, don't, don't good, feel like you have Intel. to cop everything. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go out there and buy everything, which is what I tend to do. I, I, I'm a sucker for Nintendo merch. So I'm like, oh, I want the new case. I want the new whatever. Everything yeah. still works exactly the same. So that's that's, re- that's really good to know. That's really good to know. I think that's the thing with Nintendo in, in, in any way, shape or form. Like you get like... Any product of theirs, hardware, or even even when it comes to like clothing or plushies, or whatever, just feels like just it just feels like powerful because it's like yeah, it's always like solid, it's legit, yeah, it feels good, yeah, yeah. everything looks good. I've got like a I've got like a um a boo T shirt like you know the little ghost from Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's like my pride and joy. I I love my boo T shirt. There's just something about it's like it's weird. in the same way we, we spoke about Disney earlier. Like when you go to Disneyland, you get this overwhelming feeling that you can just buy anything you want, and it's like all right, mm. money's not real while I'm here. It's Monopoly money. And it's like the same with Nintendo stuff. I don't know what it is. It's that magic about it, isn't it? That makes mm. you feel like, oh, I can, well, I can justify that. Well, now that, you've, now that you've tasted Disneyland recently, how has, that, how has that encouraged you to make the journey to Asia to go to Super Nintendo Land? I keep forgetting that this exists. Mate. Is it, is it in Japan? It's in Japan, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting it exists as well, thinking, wait, there's a theme park, which is just Nintendo World. So what the why heck, why so why aren't we there now? Why well, aren't we there? Why aren't why we there yesterday? I'm waiting for them to say, "Hey, you know we sent you that, that OLED last week. Do you want to be sponsored to go out there and make a video for us in Super Nintendo?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, go on, yeah, go on then, fine." They'll never do that, by the way. Yeah, saying, is it, if anybody's sick? listening to this that can take us or come with us or sponsor us, 
<laughs> to go to Japan and have a, and have a laugh, just riding rides, mate. We'll make a video while we're we'll out make there. A video. You know? No, yeah. but it does look amazing. I've seen it a few times. That place looks un- like unbelievable. Oh, man, it looks, unbelievable. It looks unbelievable. It's. I mean, I think it's one of those things. I think with even like um, Disney World, like there's obviously the Shanghai Disney as well. Mm-hmm. Like you've got you've got theme parks out there, and it's like I really want to go, but it just seems so far away. And it's like I, I just the I effort. can just the thing is if you're gonna go to Japan for for Nintendo World, right? You've got you've to got justify. To I do another things while you're there, I think. Yeah. You, can't, you can't fly all the way to the other side of the world for a theme park. I just don't think it's doable. Or nah, it's not. Well, I, I bet you people have. Well, COVID. But I bet you people have yeah. and will in the future. I think it's one of these... Um, it, just, it, just, it just looks legit. I mean, I think that's yeah, the great thing as well. They kind of t- they tend to go all out, you know... Big, I mean, from all the pictures I've seen as well, like Bowser's Castle looks amazing. They've got a minecart, yeah. like rides. It just... Oh, man. I'm so... I, I actually... Let's book a flight. Let's just I go. I think I would have to take like 500 pounds spending money, minimum. I, the first day, imagine the merch, mate. That's what I'm saying. I would come out looking like Luigi. Oh. But also with like a bag of swag in my, like, uh, hanging over my shoulder. Can you imagine you and I, two Brits dressed mm-hmm. up as Mario and Luigi going to Super Nintendo Land? Mate, we would be a smash hit. Mate. We should yeah. do that. You do that in England, you're on a stag do. You do it in Japan, you're at Nintendo World. It's as yeah. simple as that. That's... <laughs> There's there's the difference. Listen, what else is outside of the the world of Nintendo? No pun intended. Yeah. What's popping? What's cracking? Oh mate, there's there's been a bunch of game releases recently. Um, I actually, um, obviously for the Switch, Metroid Dread came out recently. Oh, I got um, it for my brother for his birthday. Is you it know good? How hard I've that not was? seen any of it. I've not seen any of it. Is Imagine it buying the game you really want, and I haven't I haven't justified it because I haven't got time to play it yet. And I, and I'm you know. Um, I'm gonna. Say, I want to say balls deep. I'm gonna say it. A balls deep into. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very deep into Zelda right now, and um, I bought my brother uh, Metroid Dread right, mm-hmm. and I'm holding it, and it's in its wrapper, and it's a present. Do you know how hard that was to wrap oh. that and, and, and give it to him? It was oh. like that moment where he's like trying to snatch it out my hand, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Have a good day! Like that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I haven't played it yet. And that's I, Apparently, it's meant to look amazing on the OLED. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I, I've seen, I mean, again, I haven't played it, but I've, I've seen clips and it does look great. I mean, the original on the, on the SNES was the absolute goat, man. It was such a great game. Yeah. Um, I've watched it in Speedrun a few times. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun game to watch because it is, it is very much a case of just like, you've got to know the ins and outs of every single kind of like doorway, mm-hmm. pathway. You've got to know the game like back to front, like the maps and things. But the game looks amazing. Um, but I mean, obviously Metroid's come out. Um, game that I was looking forward to for ages finally came out. Um, have you played any of the games in the Dark Pictures Anthology? I haven't, but you've mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been, I was basically ever since um, Until Dawn was out uh, like a few years ago now, um, they have these kind of chapters of this new kind of like series. And it's really good. It's like a kind of, imagine like a, a book anthology yeah. and they're all these kind of haunted stories. Um, and you, it's a kind of a creator adventure. Like you kind of like, you choose this thing or that thing. You kind of find clues and it unfolds different kind of like story arcs and, and things to avoid in future. Like, it's really good. Anyway, the, the third one in this series, you had the original was Man of Medan, which is about like kind of like these teenagers who go on like a diving adventure find like a pirate ship and like like, underwater and it's like craziness ensues the second was called little hope about this kind of little town where there was um some kind of horror or like happened regarding witches back in the day and you kind of like play that story out um and then this one the new one house of ashes is like sick like i'm really enjoying it yeah so that and it's quite good because it's kind of like the first story arc where 
you can kind of imagine what's going on. So it, from a sense of like you were there historically, um, it's set uh, 2003 at the mm-hmm. end of the Iraq kind of war. Okay. And it basically, obviously, everyone's looking for weapons of mass destruction. That, you know, that kind of happened with Saddam Hussein and stuff. That's all kind of intertwined into the story. And this team was sent in and basically like this guy's developed this new kind of technology where you can kind of ultimately kind of do a scan of an area and look for like hot pockets where there could be kind of stashing weaponry. So he's like, right, everyone's moving out. Like the war's almost over. Troops are moving out. But I think they found this one place where the weapons of mass destruction could be. I think we should check it out. Everyone's like, okay. Because there's like heat signatures and whatnot going on. Um, they go to this place, massive battle ensues with like the local forces um, and the Iraqi soldiers. And then the ground just kind of like completely goes from under them and they all fall down into this kind of ancient like 2000 BC temple kind of crazy area where there's like effigies to demons and, and stuff. And it's just what? like, you've got to play out this world where the thing, obviously the place that, that he his, his drone river was found was this kind of underground cavern full of big time scary things. I'm going to leave so, it there. Are you calling it's this amazing. A, it's a horror, isn't it, right? Yeah, it's, it's all to kind of coincide with, like, I think, Halloween and stuff, but it was like, it was a, it's a horror... It's kind of like, a, it's definitely a gory horror game, yeah, for sure. It's had great reviews from yeah. what I've seen. Like, it looks it's like... Good. And it's out on PS5, Xbox, yeah, Steam, yeah. all that, everywhere. And, I, and I've only had a... I've only had, like, a, what, a, a, you know, about two hours in, and there was a lot of context, like, before the actual game kicked off to kind of, like, explore and, and, and you know, check stuff out. Yeah. Um, I've kind of put the story together now and it is kind of easy enough to put together what's actually happening and what these, these things are. But um, you learn you learn as you go. But it's, I think the great thing about all the stories is they're particularly this one and the last one, Little Hope, they're only like five hours long. They're not very okay. big games. You can definitely kind of crush through them in like a couple of sittings. Um, but I'm the new one- this. I'm going to get you, it. You, you definitely should. The, the new one has been announced as well now at the back of this one. And it's called, I think it's called The Devil Inside Me. And Ooh. it's I think it's about like a prison and like a, 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 like a, a prisoner who's- got some kind of like inner like demon if i saw that movie fallen with like um denzel washington did you ever see that yeah where he's yeah, like yeah. got like the demon of beelzebub like the kind of the, de- the the devil's in him or something rather and basically you're playing out like this kind of guy who's got this kind of craziness inside it's, it, it's, it looks awesome it looks this really sounds cool. quality this sounds good. really good and that, that that last game the devil inside me kind of wraps up that first anthology series yeah so it's like i, mean, I, I can't see these things ever being rubbish because they're just they're just brilliant stories to play uh, do you know what you sold me. I, I, I like when you go on your big cells. I love it. I, I'm, it genuinely throws me all in. And I'll just say, it, like, I just want to give a quick shout out to Guild, right? Because I imagine a lot of you will be playing mm-hmm. the new FIFA, FIFA 22. You'll be going mad for it because you know it's probably one of the most mm-hmm. popular games in the world. I have signed. Well, I've, I've signed on with Guild, Guild Esports as a host and presenter. Mate, amazing, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, for the next year. So it's going to be fun. We're going to be bringing you a lot of content. And one of the things that uh, this org is bringing you, and if you don't know about them, they are co-owned by the one and only David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Is an exclusive FIFA 22 tournament. So listen to this. This is proper cool. When you think about esports tournaments, you tend to think about, you know, pros and like the best of the best. Anyone of any skill set can get involved with this. Guild have partnered up with Subway, Subway UK, and they've put up a, a prize pool, 1.8, so £1,800, right? Mm-hmm. And what makes this really cool is if you win this tournament, which you can sign up for at the Guild Esports website, right? You get, and I've, I've seen it, there is a one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. golden sub trophy, right? Oh. So imagine a Subway trophy, but it's gold. And, and, I, and I don't know how much I can say about it, but it's been designed by a really special geezer, right? Okay. It's like a foot long sub. 
I don't know. I, I can't reveal the full size of it. Okay. But it is a golden sub trophy. And you can win mm-hmm. that plus your share of a prize pool of 1,800. And I think if you're sitting there now and you, you know, you play a lot of FIFA or whatever, and you think you're decent enough to, you know, maybe beat your best mate or whatever, get involved. Like, do it. It's a, it's a FIFA tournament for anybody. If I wasn't doing it, I'd play. I don't know about you, Sav, because I might, I might play, mate. I think you should get involved. Maybe we will. Sounds good. I mean, not for the money, but for this, for the golden sub statue. Have you got FIFA? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, have you been playing yes. it much? Because I ain't had a chance to play it that much. I have. Do you know I have? Um, we talked about this a few episodes ago about the kind of the game that came out and like how it's going to sound. I actually have played it. Uh, intermittently, obviously, both of us being crazy you know, at the moment, busy and things and stuff. But I am checking every once in a while to kind of you know play the odd game here and there. I'm start and I've, I've actually on my bit of a winning streak now, where Ooh. I'm finding it kind of like I found I found my lineup, bro. I found my lineup. Oh, I haven't yeah? invested any major cash yeah. at all. I've, I've only bought the game. That's it. Um, and I've now found a formation that works for me in terms of like my like where I think my strengths lie, uh-huh. which is basically getting it to the front man, having him hold it up, have a turn, bang it at the bottom corner. That's basically my. That's, 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 that's how to I play. Be. That's all it that's needs how to I be. Play. I've got Lukaku and Haaland up top, just beasting on everyone. Um, you know, it's, which is which is which is amazing. But I think that's the, that's the thing for me is that the game feels like I I kind of get it now. I think the last last year's one was a, was a struggle for me. I just I wasn't really clicking with what was going on. I was losing a lot. It wasn't really happening. Now I feel like I know what's going on. Um and the game is the game is is good. It's uh the only problem with, with FIFA, dude, after you know, we've been playing this game now for for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like plus. I mean, it's it's a game that's it is what it is. It's football, mm-hmm. a football simulator. Yeah. And you pick up and play it. You enjoy it, yeah. you put it down again. And I don't, I don't you know, if you're someone who streams it or plays it on the regular, who, you know, makes content about it, you know, well done you for kind of grinding out, playing it on like every day, yeah. like trying to better, better, get better and better. Um, I enjoy it. I don't, you know, I haven't, I haven't broken any controllers yet or smashed any headsets. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't chucked a, a drink on my screen and, and, and burn it out or anything at all yet. So I'm, I'm looking good. Good. I'm looking I, good. I, I just haven't got a console with me, but when I get back, I'm going to start playing FIFA again. Speaking of big games, right? We're recording this on the 4th of November. So yep. one day prior to Forza Horizon 5 coming out on the Xbox Series X. Now, wow. Everyone is going mad for this. Like we've spoken in the past about not being that bothered about racing games, but mm-hmm. It's get a Metacritic right now. It's had seventy-one critic reviews, and okay. it's ninety. The score is ninety-one on Metacritic right now. And Ooh, I have been, good. I have been. So listen, right? If everyone's been talking about the X and how powerful it is, and we've had debate after debate about should we have got an X, should we have stuck with the PS5, whatever else. Mm-hmm. This is probably the best looking game I've ever seen so far. Really? Yeah. The graphics, the ray tracing. The, the reflection work. I don't know how to say all this stuff technically, but I can tell you that it is like limitless graphics, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Like, I'm looking right now at a, a car, like zooming through a desert in Mexico and the shrubbery that's just flying off the wheels. And, oh man, it looks, it looks real. It's, it looks real. <laughs> it looks, because you're a big realism guy in games, aren't you? You love a bit of realism. Yeah, I do. It I does think- get me. Yeah, it does, and that's why the games like Uncharted always got me because I was playing a game and I was thinking, "This is a am- this is amazing." Yeah, I can't really say I was that captivated by the new Uncharted movie trailer. No, but I don't know if you saw that or not. Do you see that? I haven't seen that. I didn't know there was oh, one. Oh, mate, D- dude, who's playing Drake? Tom Holland, aka Spider Man. Ah, yeah, fair. But enough. 
But he made that uh, uh, you made that massive faux pas where he came out and basically said, "Hey guys, I'm playing. Um, I'm playing obviously Nathan Drake, like cool and stuff. But I don't think I really performed as well as I could have done. But enjoy it. He didn't and say it was like, that. Mate, he did. I swear to God, he said like, I don't feel like I was really, I'd really nailed the character. It's like, then why the hell were you there? And why are like, you what? saying it before it comes out? This you this Pratt, and it's not Chris Pratt. It's Tom Holland. But you're right. Yeah, and Sully's played by Mark Wahlberg. Like the his right hand man, which is kind of like nothing like I think that I think it's supposed to be kind of like a origin story. Um, but the thing is, a lot of the set pieces in the trailer are set pieces from what? like Uncharted Three. Or the bit I don't know if you've ever played Uncharted Three, but like the bit where um, you're kind of at the back of a plane, there's like crates hanging at the back of a crane, and net. It's very similar to like I think it's the Living Daylights, the Bond movie with um with uh, what's his face uh, Timothy Dalton. Where like there's like crates and a net back of a plane over the skies, like in the Middle East or something. Like it, it looks. I mean, it looks visually. It looks really cool. Um, but he definitely I mean, said I, that. As if I remember correctly, and obviously take everything I say with a pinch of salt. But he basically said uh, it was hard to find the character and get it spot on um, because everyone wanted a guy called Nathan Fillion. Don't even know who he is. He was in like Firefly, the TV series, yeah. and he was perfect for that role. Didn't get it. Obviously, there's an amazing fan film out there that they they but they, they actually um, uh, funded themselves, and it is amazing. Definitely worth a look. It's like 30 million views. It's crazy. Okay. Um, but yeah, this uh, this 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 obviously the movie happened. It got made, and you know Holland looks good. Um, I think it'll be the only one that he does. I don't think he'll do more in the series personally. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like I, yeah, Nathan it, it Drake's right. better looking than Tom Holland, man. Yeah, Nathan Drake's like an absolute like, He's a 10, isn't he? Stud no, muffin. Nathan Drake's oh a 10 because he's designed to be a 10, you know, like graphic yeah, is a fair. graphical 10. Like Tomb Raider. Graphical, Tomb Raider's yeah. a graphical 10. Lara Croft. Yeah. Graphical Absolutely. 10. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolute 10. You know, P- think, Princess Peach, absolute 10. Yeah. I'd get Toad, mate. Toad's a 10. <laughs> Toad's a 10. Just like that little that little kind of like that little spotty hat poor. Yeah. Legend, mate. Zelda, 10. <laughs> No, Link. Can we just name Link, Bowser. Link, 10. no, no, I've been, I've been really a good looking video game characters. Let's have this, right? Oh, mate. Okay, I will fine. start with Link in Breath of the Wild really found his swag. Okay. Definitely a bit more attitude in the other games. Yeah. And he had a bit, you know, if he was on a night out, I think he'd get a lot of attention. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in his green little onesie. He'd wear yeah, that. Yeah, he definitely would. He'd wear that. Those little, those little brown boots. Yeah, he definitely would. That's a, that's a good question though. I think I think video game characters, you know, you kind of, <laughs> I think I think I think realism as well. Like you know, a lot of escapism is associated with video games, but they're they're becoming more real all the time now. It's kind of mad, isn't it? Like you like cyberpunk games like cyberpunk, despite the fact that it was a kind of a flawed game. You look at the clarity of characters, and you think, Jesus Christ, that is like ridiculous. How how specific that is. Yeah, it looks amazing. And that's why I think if you've got an Xbox Series X, I I, I personally think you've just got to get Forza, like. Okay. For the way I look at it, it look, I think this is probably one of their, you know, their, their games that they want to sing about. So it's just racing games for me, dude. I'm just not, I'm just not a racing game guy. I'm a karting game guy. And I'm karting? A, karting's a yes. different thing. Yeah. See, karting I could always go for. I think ra- racing in general, like, like, don't get me wrong, I appreciate the visuals of like, you know, any racing game yeah. because they are all so unbelievable now. Yeah. Uh, I used to like the dirt, you know, the, 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 the rally games, the dirt rally games. I used to like, you know, I like a lot of, um, you know, kind of, I, I used to love things like cool board. It's like snowboarding games. So I, I, I do like racing games to some degrees, but I find them all not as captivating as other genres of game. That's basically uh, the tell, if I, if I'm wrong here, I will give you 30 quid. Go on. You go on a game like, 
dirt. Are you going to game like Forza? Are you going to game like Gran Turismo? Mm. And within 10 seconds, your ass is in the mud, reversing. Now, I can't even get off the start grid. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yes. Ultimate. Me too. I'm, I'm just not, describing yeah, myself. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get on it and I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to drift around this corner yeah. and I just, whew, just glide off yeah, into the mud. I'm at the point now where if I, if I play a racing game, you know how there's a lot of games, you kind of naturally have an instinct of what the buttons do. Yeah. I, I get the control pad and go, is it R2 to accelerate? Is it X? Yeah. Am I am I using the L1, R1 triggers? What the hell am I doing? Get me out of here. Yeah. Escape, escape, eject the disc. Eject it. But if you, do, right, all right, last thing I will say is if you are into racing games, it looks like Forza is going to be a banger for you. So good luck with it. Okay. Well, I mean, they're going to have to have a big, they've got a big challenge on their hand though, mate, because 5th of November, tomorrow, as of recording this, yeah. you've got that option or the brand new Call of Duty Vanguard. Ooh. Baby. Yeah. That's, that is a annual bangathon. I bought uh, Cold War for my PS5. Mm-hmm. Took it out of the box once. Yep. I played it about seven times. Yeah. So, and then that, that, is, that is so bad, isn't it? Because I'm exactly the same as you. I, I, every year, like FIFA to a degree, yeah. a Call of Duty is a staple in the household. Yeah. Like I'll say every year I'm going to get Call of Duty. Ever every since what? We, you were talking about a Warfare 1 or was it before that? Yeah. I, well, I would say but back, in the, back in the old school, mate. World so you've been rocking and, it since World of War? Oh, I've been rocking it for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah a long time. And it's like you, you every year, <clears throat> you kind of get it because you think, okay, the, the brand new um, COD game's out. So yeah, I've got to get it because everyone else is playing it. And it's, it's, a, it's a good game for playing with mates. Most of your mates have the game. For sure. To a degree. You play you play you know, consoles or PC to a degree as well. For me though, Cold War the same as you. Like I kind of I kind of played it a little bit and was like, fine. But then I always would just go back to Warzone anyway because that's what everyone else is playing. So I was like, I'll play MP a little bit, but then... Oh, I just played some Warzone. I liked it. I liked uh, Cold War. But the thing for me was, in the same same reason as you, all of my friends were still playing Warzone. So, like, I'd say, can we go on Cold War? And they'd be like, nah, nah, we're on Warzone. This, this is the game we want to play. So it sort of, like, was dead in the water, whereas I think Vanguard might be a little bit different. Hmm. I, I I hope so. I think they've, they've obviously having we've had like Mr. Ruffle Waffles on the show recently. Yeah. Um, other zombie creators that I know as well as you do. Like they they yeah they kind of hype for a new zombies experience because it's always time. I think every year that's what it means. It's a, it's a new opportunity for creators in that kind of world to kind of re. Yeah, you even look at the big streamers like the Doctor Disrespects mm-hmm. and the Tim the Tapmans or these guys, Nick Merks. They they can't wait for a new Call of Duty game mm-hmm. because it's new content. It's new stuff to kind of like get out there. There's new things, new weapons, new upgradable things. There's new kind of stuff to be made. But I think for me, the only problem is with with like the Call of Duty is it's one of the few games now where you have to grind to have the same accessories, weapon capabilities, perks as every other player. Yeah. So if you're playing, you're going into any kind of like you know multiplayer map or whatever you're always going to be against everybody else who's played the game on the regular who is significantly like... That's why I always play like kind of MP and I shoot someone six times in the chest and they pop me once in the shoulder and I'm dead and they're not. Yeah. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how is that thing? <laughs> oh, you've got the poison electrode trap thing on your bullets. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, that's why. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> my man's my man's sad salty about this no it's the same with mind. it's the same with fifa like i feel like i'm coming back in and i'm a bit behind you know like i've got a lot of catching up to do and, and there's so many games where if you don't grind from the get-go like yeah gears is the only game for, so gears right i can get back on there and because i've got my level of gears that i've been at for the past five six years mm-hmm. i can get back in and i can boss it and that is because we're all rocking the same nashes We've all got the same machine guns. We've all got yeah. the same pistols, right? 
It all this is it. What makes what separates you from the other dude is your movement and your timing and your mm-hmm. tactical play. Yeah. Whereas you get into these other games and people got different things to you and like people got better players than you and people got better guns than you, better bullets than you. It's like I can't hang with you, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna hang up this and I'm not playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that's that's me. You, you're spot on, and that's that's why. I find that games like the more you know the games that are more kind of commonly played at multiplayer, like the Fortnites and the Fifas, and I think I want to say even the Rainbow Six Sieges. I think you, I think it's pretty much a level playing field we will take. You know, and it's, it's kind of all the in-game economy that kind of dictates what you kind of take into. Yeah, yeah, obviously initial setups and stuff, but yeah. most games, regardless, have like an element of it's an it's an even playing field. It's what you do in the game yeah. that dictates who's going to win. I think when you go into any game, and that's why Warzone probably is more is more apt because there is the element of like the, 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 the cargo drops where you can like get your your preferred setups yeah, yeah, yeah. if you kind of play the game in a certain way or everyone's even from the get-go with a pistol and you just go for it. Yeah. Whereas MP, you're just always going to be at a disadvantage unless you've leveled up every gun. Every and single gun. Hap- and the guns always like, they're kind of, you know, some are vaulted, some are patched, some are nerfed, you know, the, the, all these different things happen. So you've got to basically have everything souped up so you're ready to rock and roll regardless of what's thrown at you. Yeah. I feel like we've been souped up for our return episode. I think we have. I feel. I feel. I feel. I feel good. I feel good. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you guys have um, had a chance to hang out with us as much as we have with you because I, we've missed each other so much. Yeah, and you know what? Like, just be, it just feels natural being back in here. So uh, you, you're you're obviously listening to this, that's, which is why you can hear me. So thanks again for sticking with us because we we know there's a lot of podcasts out there, right? If you, if you're looking for a gaming podcast and your gaming podcast disappears for two weeks, you're like, hmm, mm. what's this one yes. over here? What's this one over there? But you came back, you came back yeah. to the boys and we appreciate it. They're probably thinking they're obviously gaming far too hard. That's it. Or just living the life getting getting drunk at Disneyland all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just one or t'other. Yeah, I mean, we can't hey, all do that, but you know. Either way, hashtag winning. Hashtag that's why I winning. Absolutely. Yeah, but we'll, um, we're definitely back again for another episode. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it next week. It's going to happen. Of course it's going to uh, And uh, for you guys um, listening, thank you so much for, for checking us out. And you've got the entirety of our library of social accounts as well to follow as well now. So do make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find that in the bio as well as um, a few simple click-throughs and you can find us uh, on those different platforms. And have you started streaming again yet? Because you promised us all, Ian, this was going to happen. Well, I haven't got all my gear with me. So like, uh, when I get back home is when I'm going to start really hitting those streams, bro. It's going to happen. Right. All right. Get it on. Because I because you know, I I, I want to see it happen. I want to see you steal that copy of Metroid Dread from your brother when he's not looking. And stream it. And stream it. I also need to fly my mum from Hull to Japan on Microsoft Flight Simulator. So I will do that you, as well. You've already told me that I can be there to do kind of like in-flight entertainment. Yeah. So I'm I'm on, I want I'm ready you on to the tannoy. I want you on the tannoy. Oh mate. Well, I cannot wait to introduce you as a pilot. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be naughty. Um, thank you guys for listening. Take care, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the show. Goodbye for now. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. 